Hello everybody, Hani Farajra with Vancouver House Finders and this is uh, part number two of the foreclosure series and today I want to talk to you guys about how do you buy a foreclosure property. Uh, so most, the biggest misconception of people have that I see is that they think they can buy a property that's a foreclosure just like any other property, which is make an offer, boom, it's yours. Actually, that's not true. Now I'm certified in foreclosures. I've done multiple of them over the years and I'm proud to say I've won some and I've actually lost some, but it all really all depends on the situation. But for the most part, here's the process. Number one, property goes on the market and usually the realtors know it's a foreclosure because it says owned by Royal Bank, owned by TD Bank or whatever. Now everybody assumes it's a steal, it's a good deal, whatever. That's actually not true, okay? Uh, the bank needs to collect their money. They want to actually get their money and actually it's their obligation to get the highest price for the person that they're actually foreclosing on. Otherwise he can sue them for damages. So just keep that in mind. Okay. So the first step is they put up, they put the house on the market, obviously after trying to get their money back from the person who's defaulting, put the house on the market and let's just say you're the first offer. Let's just say you like it. Hey, it's a good deal. Let me make them an offer. Now, it doesn't matter how stupid the offer is or how low it is or whatever. They usually come back to you and then there's a little bit of an offer back and forth. Now, a couple of things to understand about that process. Number one is these people are bankers. So they work nine to five. There's usually no urgency at all to what the heck they're doing. Okay. It's funny. But like, for example, let's just say I offer, I send an offer today at 12 o'clock. I probably don't expect a, uh, anything back for a couple of days. So I usually want to make sure that I have an extended offer date or acceptance day. So let's just say they go back and forth a couple of times. They accept your offer. The only the first offer can have, a, you know, subjects like financing, inspection, whatever. Now, inspection, you can do inspection, but they, they actually make you sign a, a disclosure. It's called a schedule A, which means you're buying the property as is where it is. So they're not responsible for anything because they're the bank. And that's something that they're basically um, ne basically negating any kind of responsibility on their own part. So just keep that in mind. If when you're buying property that's a foreclosure, you're basically taking a little bit of risk. Now, let's just say the bank accepts your offer, everything's hunky-dory, and then you as the person who's buying the property remove subjects. Now, guess what happens? This is a funny situation that goes to court. Then they actually set up a court date, usually four to six weeks and sometimes longer, like in COVID times, I think they're a little bit longer. That means you, the buyer, are responsible to buy that property until then. So keep in mind, if you're like not an investor or you're trying to buy it for your family, it's a little bit interesting. It's a little bit finicky. You gotta really be careful. Now, here's the not so attractive part the realtor who's representing the bank can go to all the other people and say, Hey, we have an accepted offer at a million fifty or $2 million or whatever. Do you want to make an offer? So here's what happens at the time of the court date, new parties can come in, make offers. Now their offers have to be subject free. That's number one. Number two is they have to close within 30 days. That's what that order is called the court master. He mandates everybody to do You have to close within 30 days. So that's typically what it is. You're, uh, whatever the court date is, 30 days, you have to move in regardless if you have financing or not. And the person who has the initial offer can rebid again. Okay, so you can go to, sh uh, you can show up to court. You have no idea as the new buyer or even the original buyer, hey, is there other people who are here to make offers? Or, hey, how many offers are there? Like one time I went to court, there's nobody, thank God. Uh, and that same day at, uh, that like we won that offer, there was uh, a new listing and it was 30 grand more. 
which is incredible. It was a great property in White Rock. Um, so another time I went there and there were seven other offers and all the offers are sealed. Nobody can uh, see them or whatever. Uh, and again, the original offer can make a rebate. Now let's just say your offer is accepted. The court master says, are you there? Who is this person, uh, Hani Farage? Are you there? And he'll call on you as the person who wants to buy. Can you actually complete? Like, yeah, of course I can complete. Great. Uh, your offer is there. Congratulations. Done. Now, once that's done, usually with the envelope, you have the what we call a bank draft. That bank draft goes back to your realtor. Realtor goes to the, uh, his brokerage, and then they actually give that to the to be uh, put into a trust account until closing day. So that's the typical process. It's a great process if you're an investor and you're just looking for deals, and that's what you're doing. It's a great process, honestly. Uh, and believe me, like when the property, when the market was really high at its peak. I remember we lost, um, I had a client who was looking at a property in White Rock with 7,000 square feet. I'm talking about an actual square footage of the property with 7,000 square feet. The lot was, I think, 7,000 square feet. Beautiful place, like brand new, done. And it was funny because the people that were living in it, the original owners, he kept telling everybody that he has COVID, but me and my client were able to see it. Um, because like I had masks and everything and the client were like, I want to see this property. But eventually the client decided not to buy it, but actually the property sold for a really good price under $2 million for a brand new house, which is a great steal. It's just that uh, my client decided they didn't, it wasn't the right property for them, but it would have been a great deal for anybody else. Um, but that's my two cents for you guys is if you're interested in buying a foreclosure, I absolutely think it's a good idea for the right client. Uh, and you want to know more, please contact me. I'd love to help. Again, my name is Hani Faraj. Um, either book with me at bookhani.com or text me at my phone number 778-881-6781. Thank you and have a good day. Cheers.